Hey, what's going on, parents? Welcome back to the Parent Podcast here, Teenager Tuesday. It's awesome. Uh, if we haven't met, my name is Will, and I am with the one and only Angela Lynn. She is answering all of the questions that you sent in. <laughs> well, we got we only got to two last week. That's right. But we're going to try to hit a few more today. And it's okay if we take a longer time because I okay. think some of these questions Let's are so it. good. Um, one thing that you said last week was, when talking about social media, mm-hmm. was that there's a season to protect and a season to, a season to prepare. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think that goes so well with a question that came in that I would love for you to talk about, which was, Um, someone said, how can I balance giving my teen privacy Mm. and protecting them? Wow. That's, that's a hard one. That's a tough question. (laughs) That's a very tough question. Especially to answer Um, in a couple minutes. (laughs) Yeah, for sure. I'll try to go quickly. Um, like we said last week, I have two 16 year old boys and a 17 year old girl. And so, um, I, I, my first job as, as a mom, I believe, and, and as parents, is to protect our kids. It's the very first job mm-hmm. I think we have. Um, I think that—and I do want to say this real quick, Will, yeah. that th- what we do may not work for other people. Yeah, like, what sure. my husband and I choose to do in our family, it may not work for you, and that's okay. There's no right or wrong. It's I think we're all fully equipped to parent the kids that we have. So we are just sharing kind of our experience. Um Privacy, my kids have known from a very young age. <laughs> they don't that mom and dad are gonna know what's going on. Yeah. <laughs> okay. Yeah. So we well, had conversations. What kind of privacy are you okay, about? let's talk about um, phone privacy. Yeah. When we got that's, when that's my kids got phones, probably yeah. when my kids got phones, we set up contracts right at the very beginning. They yeah. we laid out what time they were gonna turn their phones in. Um, obviously, those those times have shifted a little over the years as, as they've gotten a little older. Sure, yeah. um, but they we laid out our expectations. Uh, this phone is our phone. We're paying for it. You get to use it. Yeah. Um, and that mom and dad have the right to look at your phone at any point. Now, throughout the years, they have built trust with us. And um, while we have some apps and things on their phone to really notify us when there are things on there, mm-hmm. for the most part— um, especially my my oldest daughter, who's a senior, I don't really have to look at her phone. I, I have tapered that off as they've gotten older. Mm. Seventh grade boys, yeah. look at her phone, their phone all the, the time. Yeah. Well, I mean, every night. I like how you're saying, like, you set the expectation of it. Yeah. Because then it's not, it's, it, it, it's not like a, a sneaky thing. No. You know, you're not keeping a secret from them. Yeah. Saying like, oh, I'm doing it. Because then it feels more, I guess, violating it would, more yeah, than I think it would be annoying. with my yeah. kids. If I, if I looked at something of my kids without telling them ahead of time, I do feel like that would break trust. Yeah. Now, do I have a right as a parent to go in and check anything? Sure. Yeah, it's but your I want to build a relationship with my kid. Mm-hmm. And yeah. that comes first yeah. to me. Yeah. So my kids did know from yeah. the very beginning um, when there were private conversations they were having about something their friend was going through. They there a lot of times they would come tell me, Hey mom, so and so is going through this. I really don't want you to read this phone because you and his mom are friends. <laughs> and I was like, okay, <laughs> that's fine. Yeah. And so we've over the years, that privacy has gotten bigger and bigger because again, my job has gone from protecting them to now preparing them. Yeah. So now every now and then I'll get a an, a notification on we have bark on our kids' phones. We have a, a bunch of uh, Life 360, all that stuff. So I'll get a notification of something on my kid's phone. And um, my first thing is when I get a notification, I ask them about it. I don't just go get the phone. Now they're 16 and 18. Yeah. I ask them about it. Hey, can you tell me about this? The app showed me that this came up on your phone. Um, and we talk about it. 
Uh, we talk about what was right or wrong about it, uh, why it's important not to, maybe if it's something that uh, is encouraging, you know, bad behavior or something. I don't know, whatever. Um, yeah. But something that goes against, something a, family that goes against a family value. Yeah. We talk about those things. We talk about how could we have done that differently yeah. in the future and, and how could you respond differently to your oh, friend yeah. or oh, things like that. that. Yeah. So it's respond. a lot more about coaching them now yeah. and how to respond and to handle those situations than it is about constantly looking at their phone. Right. Um, because to be honest, if you're going to look at their phone at every single thing, you're going to be mad all the time. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. They just do. They're putting all the thoughts. They put all their thoughts yeah, on it, yeah. and they do dumb things when they're really. I mean, they're they're you know thirteen, fourteen, sixteen, yeah, whatever. Yeah. They just don't make great choices. Yeah. So, well, and I love how you say that too, because like when we think protecting, I think oftentimes uh, people think of like preventing or like sheltering. Like mm-hmm. let me let me like not expose them to the real aspects of world, but like you're talking about as they're getting older, that, that preparing them is probably will protect them because as, as you have prepared them along the way, hopefully they've latched onto those lessons. And, and then when a situation comes up, they'll make the decision that you've helped prepare them for. That's our hope and our prayer. And again, once we, we, sometimes we figure things out with them and we're like, oh, we're doing great. And then all of a Mm. sudden they throw something new at us and we're like, oh, we have to start back at the beginning, figure out something else. So Yeah, that's good. Well, I want to make sure that we get to this question and that we do take some time on it. So um, this might be the last question. We'll see. Uh, One question that came in was, how can I teach my kid uh, or student about using money in a God-honoring way? That's good. I really like that question. I do too. Um, I would say, well, first things first, you can't teach your kid to do something if you are not doing it yourself. And I think that goes across the board with parenting. Social media, how we as parents use our phones. I mean, if we're going to sit and scroll constantly, they're going to sit and scroll. Um, If if we react in a certain way, they're going to react in a certain way. They are constantly, it's a do as I, we would like them to do as we say and not as we do, but they don't always do that. So they're going to copy what we do. So what we do, I think even in um, moderation, they will do in excess. So it's really important to um, teach them to have great habits when it comes to something as important as uh, using money in a God-honoring way. So I think the first thing is you have to be doing it. You have to be giving yourself if you want your kids to do that. Yeah. Um, you have to be living a generous lifestyle and look and look for ways to bless other people. Mm. Um, I think you have to talk about ways that God's provided for you. Years ago— uh, we went through a season in life that was really difficult financially, uh, where my husband lost his job, and we went through a lot of uh, financial loss. And over the last decade, we've been so blessed by God, but we've talked a lot specifically with our kids about these are the ways God provided for us. We have that conversation with them. Yeah. Um, this is this is what God provided for us, and this is what God provided for us. Because again, I think we have to talk to them and and explain those things to them, or they don't really understand like this place where we got to live, or this house, or this job. To them, it's just a job, but yeah. for us to put a definition on it of this is a blessing from God, this is provision, this is what provision looks like, is a job to to be able to earn money yeah. to then pay for things. Yeah, <laughs> That's right. how we do yeah. it. 
Uh, so it's not our money. No, exactly. Yeah, it's we God's money. Exactly, God. exactly. Yeah. So you have to talk about it. Um, and I also think it's really important to help your teen look for ways to bless others. Yeah. You will be shocked at how much they love doing this. Yeah. We started when they were this really, so cool. really this young, so cool. um, doing these Christmas Advent things. So like. I wish we did it all year round. We really should if we were really good parents. But um, but at Christmas time, we would go do things like we'd go back to the NICU where my, my twins spent weeks when they were born, and we would tape dollar bills to all of the um, vending machines. Yeah. Oh, they were so excited. Every Christmas, we'd go tape dollar bills cool. or like gift cards on all the Sonic drive-in bays. Mm. Um, and then that kind of grew to— um, to doing, you know, things like Operation Christmas Child and boxes like that. Well, a few years ago, once our kids were kind of in the age of earning their own money, babysitting and doing odd jobs and and allowance and things like that, um, we challenged them at Christmas that instead of buying random gifts for each other, which right. it would be, you know, like junk, right. more yeah. thing, more crap in their yeah. room. Yeah, from Dollar um, Tree. Exactly, yeah. exactly. We challenged them to take money of their own that they earned and to find someone to bless it with. And mm-hmm. we were not going to tell them how much to spend. We were not going to tell them uh, who to give it to. But we wanted them to pray about it and to see who God laid on their hearts. Yeah. And we were totally shocked. And Pleasantly surprised, just so happy that they actually didn't just participate in this. They were excited about this. Wow. And they gave more than we expected that our kids would give. They were so intentional with who they chose. One chose one of our police officers on Wednesday night. Somebody, one of my other kids chose a, a family who fosters um, just to bless them with a date night, yeah. a gift card oh, cool. for dinner and a movie. And so That's one of the so other ones cool. chose, a, I think, one of their custodians at school that his, yeah. whose family had just had a house fire. Oh, wow. And they were so excited to give these gifts to them. And I think it was probably one of the first times that, I mean, they enjoyed it as kids, but like, as little adults, that they really had that feeling yeah. of like, this is what it feels like to give to somebody else. This is the joy that you get when you give to other people. And I think when you challenge them and encourage them, help them make a plan to do those things, yeah. they will get so much joy out of it. And I think when you have milestones like that and experiences like that, it builds into the next thing, which I would say is uh, help them build healthy habits. Oh, yeah. When yeah. they are earning money consistently, uh, a lot of times my kids' money would come in and out on like um, on just their, their debit their, card. Right. You know, their green light or their bank card or whatever. Yeah. Um, and they'd be like, how do I tithe with this? What do I do with this? <laughs> like, I can't get cash out. Nobody ever has cash anymore. So we had to sit down with them and help them figure out, okay, this is how you log on. This yeah. is how you do online giving. Mm-hmm. This is how you can do text to give. When are you going to do this? Like, make a plan, put it in your calendar. Yeah. They don't naturally think to do that. Right. But if we take the time to help them make a plan, they really will be intentional with it, and they just build healthy habits that will then continue, hopefully— into college in adult years. Right, yeah, because so, one day all those decisions will be Are theirs. on them, yeah. and I don't get to choose it anymore. Yeah. So that's that's just what we've tried to do. We haven't always gotten it right. We've messed up more times than we care to count. Yeah. Um, but again, like I said, you just, you turn around, you try to, you try something else. Yeah. You try something else, yeah. and you keep trying to find ways to connect, to find ways to um, point them to Jesus, mm-hmm. to try to find ways to help prepare them for what's coming up. Yeah. Um, because, yeah, all too soon, they're going to be moved out. And yeah. I want to make sure they have every—they're every, fully equipped. Yeah. 
for real life yeah. as an adult. Yeah, and I mean, that generosity piece is so huge. Yeah. Little, big, doesn't matter. I want them matter. to be kids yeah. who grow into adults who are generous. Yeah, I love that. I love yeah. that. Uh, Angela? We are out of time. I, oh, we're over time. We're over time. <laughs> Thanks, guys. <laughs> uh, thank you for joining us. Absolutely. On the Parent Podcast. Uh, thank you. You want to sign us off this week? I'd love to. Thank you. Oh, I'd love to. I know. Okay. I got it. <laughs> he thinks I'm so old. <laughs> I put it in big font for She week. did. He did. I appreciate it because I didn't bring my readers this week. <laughs> so, parents, just to remember, you can do this. You're not alone. God is with you, and so are we. Have a great week. 